Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris, and today I come to you with my stardom summary for August of 2020. This is the second stardom summary I've done. The first one I released about a month ago and is, of course, still available, as always, on cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show. And in that episode, I covered all of stardom's shows that happened during June and July of this year. So if you're new to Stardom, or if this is your first time listening to me talk about the promotion, then you can check that episode out to catch up on everything you need to know. Now, I don't have a set schedule for these summary episodes yet, but I do intend to try to do at least one a month, or maybe one after a major Stardom event, like a Caraco and Hall show, or a branded tour, or something like that. I hadn't planned to do an episode right now, though, because Stardom's big yearly round-robin tournament, the Five Star Grand Prix, was supposed to be taking place as I speak. I was going to wait until the tournament concluded, and then I'd do a big wrap-up at the end, but 2020 has a way of changing people's plans, and the Five Star Grand Prix has been on hold since the second night of action in early August. But I didn't want to wait another full month for a summary episode, So here I am, about to tell you everything you need to know about two stardom shows that happened in August of 2020. Plus, there's going to be more stuff as well, so stick around. So when we last left Stardom, they had just had their fantastic Stardom Cinderella Summer in Tokyo show. Lots of new champs were crowned that night, and Dona Del Mondo was on top of the world, an unstoppable force looking to take all the gold Stardom has to offer. Just under two weeks later, on August 8th, the Five Star Grand Prix began with a great show at Gorakuen Hall, with one warm-up match between Hina and Rina, and then eight tournament matches which completed the entirety of the first round. There are 16 wrestlers in the tournament, so with them split into two blocks of eight, that means there will be a total of seven rounds, with eight matches in each round. So here's the briefest rundown I can do for what the Five Star Grand Prix is. If you're familiar with New Japan's G1 Climax, then you already know what to expect. It's a round-robin tournament with two blocks of competitors. Stardom has a red block and a blue block, and this year there are eight women in each block. Each wrestler competes against each other wrestler in their block, and the winners of each block is based on points. You get two points for a win, one point for a time limit draw, and zero points for a loss. The wrestler with the most points wins the block, then the winners of each block compete in a singles match to determine the overall winner of the tournament. The winner gets a crown and a cape, and they get to pick the title that they would like to challenge for next. Since there were only two shows in August, I thought I might take some time to do a quick rundown of all of the competitors in this year's tournament, then I'll pick my favorite matches so far from the month, and I'll update you on why there were only two shows this past month, and let you know when the tournament will resume. Sound good? Alright, let's go. Starting off with the red block, we have Mayu Iwatani. She is currently at the top of the roster as the World of Stardom champion, and she's the only wrestler competing this year who has won a previous 5-star Grand Prix, which she accomplished two years ago. It's kind of always a bad idea to bet against Mayu, at least in big match scenarios. She's lost a few high-profile matches this year, but when it counts like when the title's on the line, more often than not, she finds a way to win. She's been looking for a challenger throughout the year though, so I could see her dropping a couple of matches to make way for some new feuds. 
An easy pick for a new rival would be the second wrestler in Red Block, the current Wonder of Stardom champion and one-third of the artist champs, the leader of Dona Del Mondo, Julia. Julia is practically unbeatable right now. And I say practically because she did get pinned in a tag match, and not to spoil anything, but Julia's second tournament match didn't go quite the way she hoped. Regardless, Julia is still absolutely a favorite to win the block, if not the entire tournament. The person who would most want to stop Julia from rising to the top of the block is the next competitor in red block, Tom Nakano. Nakano lost to Julia in the recent Wonder of Stardom title match, and I imagine Nakano's goal more than anything else in the 5 Star Grand Prix is simply to beat Julia in the tournament so she can claim a future title match against the Wonder Champion. I think Nakano will do well in the tournament, but I think her tunnel vision on Julia and the Wonder title will cause her to accumulate some key losses that will keep her from the top of the block. Next up in the red block is Konami. Konami is the technician of the Tokyo Cyber Squad, and I think she's due for some big wins. She's made a lot of other people look really good lately, and I'd like to see her in the running for the top spot in the block. I don't necessarily think she'll win, but I'd like to see her get a victory or two over Iwatani or Julia or Nakano, some of the top people in the block. Next up in red block is Starlight Kid. She's a long shot to win the block, but I'd love to see her just put on some great matches throughout the tournament. She has an exciting high-speed style, and from what I've seen, she matches up well with pretty much anyone she gets into the ring with. I think Kid is still looking for the high-speed championship, though, so with the high-speed champ in the opposite block, she's going to just have to make her case through some big, notable wins in the tournament. Next is Saya Kamitani of Queen's Quest. She is one half of the Goddess of Stardom Tag Team Champions, but I think she's going to have a tough time in this tournament. She's still one of the lowest on the totem pole of the roster, but it's also clear that they have high hopes for her within the company. But still, I would be very surprised if she got even up to a 50% win-loss ratio. The seventh wrestler in red block is Death Yamasan of Tokyo Cyber Squad, and as fun as she is, she's going to be one of those wrestlers who is just there to give points to people. She might play spoiler here and there, but for the most part, she's going to have a losing effort in many fun matches. And then there's Himeka. Himeka is the newest member of the stardom roster, and she is the newest member of Dona Del Mondo. She's definitely the biggest wild card. She's big and she's strong, but she's also young and new to the company. She's going to get some high profile wins, that's for sure, but I don't think she will win the block. She'll definitely make things interesting though. And with red block done, we move over to B block. First up is Momo Watanabe, the leader of Queen's Quest. Watanabe was unbeatable for a while, and she's still on that upper tier, but I just don't see her winning the block this year. I could be wrong, because she's definitely capable, and it wouldn't be that big of a surprise if she did win, but I feel like she's struggled to gain some traction this year, especially with some of the newer people coming into the company. Maybe the tournament will turn things around for her though. Next up in blue block is Watanabe's teammate in Queen's Quest, Utami Hiyashishita. Hiyashishita is one half of the Goddess of Stardom Tag Team Champions, and I think she's a favorite to win the block. Hiyashishita is tough, and she's had some great matches throughout 2020 so far. She hasn't been wrestling as long as a lot of her opponents, but she already has this air of maturity that makes it feel like she's been wrestling a lot longer than she actually has. She's absolutely one to watch. Also in blue block is Jungle Kiona. 
It's been a tough year for Kiona. She lost the tag titles to Oedo Tai earlier in the year, then she was defeated in her challenge for the world title after a long and emotional build-up. I think Kiona's great, but it always feels like the upper tier of the roster is just out of her reach. It's one of those situations where it never feels like the timing is right for her, and it's frustrating as a fan, and it must be frustrating for her. I hope she does well and can get at least a few big wins. Looking to shake things up, though, is the next member of Blue Block, Azumi. Azumi, also of Queen's Quest, recently won her first ever Stardom singles title, the High Speed title, and she has made it abundantly clear that she is going to take everything she can get. I see Azumi spoiling the chances of one of the top contenders and coming out of the 5-star Grand Prix with momentum, even though I don't really see her winning the whole thing. Next is Natsuko Tora, the leader of Oedo Tai. She is the only member of Oedo Tai in the tournament this year, which makes me a little bit sad. Oedo Tai, as I stated on the previous summary episode I did, they've shown a lot of not caring lately, and Tora in particular has been on a streak of just blatant cheating without any regards to winning or losing a match. Tora will not win the tournament, but I could see her spoiling someone's chances just simply by hurting them and causing them to struggle for the rest of the tournament. I think Tora would consider that a victory. And then we have Saya Ida. This spot was supposed to be taken by one of my current favorite stardom wrestlers, Saki Kashima, but Kashima had to drop out due to undisclosed health reasons. I always get nervous when I hear stuff like that in stardom because that seems to be a red flag for retirement, but Kashima has said that that's not the case. Regardless, Ida is in the tournament in her place, and I'm actually pretty cool with that. I like Saya Ida a lot, and prior to her being added to the tournament, I probably would have put her in there over Saya Kamitani. Saya Ida has had really good matches with a bunch of different people, and she's gotten better and better every time I've seen her. She is going to lose a lot, and she might not get any wins at all, but she's going to be fun to watch. And then for the rest of Blue Block, it's the final two members of Dona Del Mondo. First up is Shuri, one-third of the Artist of Stardom Champions. But I'm not sure exactly where I would put Shuri in the block. She's one of the most experienced women in the tournament, and she's great. I think she's super fun to watch. So I would be totally fine if she won the entire thing. I'd enjoy it, even. I don't know if that's the direction they're going, though, because I don't think she's actually signed to the company. I think she's still technically a freelancer. But regardless of any of that, she's going to do very well this year. And then Shuri's teammate in Dona Del Mondo, and another third of the Artist of Stardom Champions, Micah, is the final person in Blue Block. And Micah is also the future of Stardom Champions, so she is one of the few double champs in the tournament this year. Micah has been wrestling for just over a year, I believe, but she's already very good. Her style is focused on grounding opponents with her judo skills, and she's already gotten some impressive wins. Micah will do well, but I think Shuri will do better. So, that's everyone. Do I have a pick for winners? Well, I have a few favorites, but if I had to pick a winner from each block right now, I think I'd have to go with Julia and Utami Hiyashishita. That's not based on any storylines, it's just based on gut feeling and first reaction. Out of those two, I definitely see Julia winning the whole thing. I will, I could see either of them winning, but I'm going to pick Julia. She still seems too obvious of a choice, maybe, but sometimes obvious is right, so that's who I'm going to go with. 
As far as the two 5-star Grand Prix shows they've already done, I don't want to spoil any of the matches, so I'll just pick a few of my favorites so far without telling you how they all went or where anyone stands. From the first night of action on August 8th, Julia vs. Mayu Iwatani was great. And so was Utami Hiyashishita vs. Jungle Kiona. Hiyashishita vs. Kiona was my favorite of the night, although it was a close decision. And an honorable mention goes to Starlight Kid and Death Yamasan as the first match of the tournament. It was fast and fun, and it was a nice, light way to start the tournament action. For the second night, on August 9th at Kurakuen Hall, Starlight Kid vs. Mayu Iwatani won the night hands down for me. It was fantastic, and I want to watch it again right now just talking about it. The show as a whole had a lot of intra-faction matches, and Kid and Iwatani are both part of the STARS unit. Kid was looking to prove herself against the top star in the company, and I think she absolutely did that. It got a bit scary at times, and it got real tense for a while, and in the end both women came away looking like they'd been in a war. I loved it, and it's my favorite match of the tournament so far. Even though, yes, I know it's only two days old, but this is the match to beat for me. There were a lot of great matches on the ninth, and I'd just suggest watching the entire show if you get the chance. Azumi vs. Momo Watanabe, Natsuko Tora vs. Utami Hiyashishita, and Shuri vs. Jungle Kiona were all great, and I can't pick any one of those as a runner-up to Starlight Kid vs. Mayu Iwatani. And none of those were even the main event. The main event was Himeka vs. Julia, and it was quite interesting. It's going to be tough picking my top matches at the end of this tournament, but that's a good problem to have. Okay, so unfortunately, that's all the wrestling I can talk about for August of 2020. Why is that, you might ask? Well, that's because of the ongoing global bastard. I try to stay away from wrestling Twitter on days when I know there are stardom shows because I can't watch until the matches are uploaded to Stardom World, and I don't want spoilers. But I did see on August 15th that the third event of the 5 Star Grand Prix series had been cancelled right before it was about to start. It turns out someone on the roster tested positive for coronavirus, and even though they weren't on the road trip that day, Stardom made the decision to go ahead and cancel the show. I believe that show was in Osaka, and then later that week on the 20th, it was announced that a second member of the roster tested positive after they had done some additional testing throughout the week. Since a few of the members of the roster had been in close contact with this second person, they all needed to be quarantined until the 29th. With that many people out, that meant the rest of the shows in August had to be cancelled as well. So, including the Osaka show, five total shows got cancelled in August. Two of those were a big two-night event in Yokohama with some really great matches lined up, and hopefully they can reschedule those for later. But Stardom has promised that the 5 Star Grand Prix will continue and all the matches have been rescheduled for later dates. And as I am recording this, the 5 Star Grand Prix will pick back up on September 5th and continue throughout the month. It looks like everyone in the tournament has been announced to compete within the first couple of days of their return to action, so even though it's been delayed, it doesn't look like anything will really change. Here's hoping everyone stays healthy. Not just for the tournament, but for just being healthy. There was also a situation prior to all of the delays that was kind of scary. It was announced earlier in August that Julia would miss that Osaka show, the one on the 15th, due to severe headaches. This was a day or two after her match with Himeka, where she did take a lot of power bombs and slams and things like that, 
and I was immediately worried that it might be a concussion. Julia is announced for the show on September 5th, though, so here's hoping everything is okay with her and it was nothing serious. Well, I guess that's really all I have for this August 2020 edition of the Stardom Summary. Since Stardom was pretty quiet this month, there wasn't a whole lot of news. The other big things for me that happened within Stardom were that this year's Bikiniing visual book went on sale, which has been ordered and is on its way right now. And just before I recorded this, I saw that Hana Kimura's mother, Kyoko Kimura, who is a former Stardom competitor herself, put up a t-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees as a tribute to Hana. Proceeds from the shirt will go to Hana's family and the lawyers they've hired to contest some of the situations that contributed to her death. I'll leave a link for the shirt in the write-up of this episode, so be sure to look for that wherever you get this podcast from. And of course, you can always get the latest Stardom Summary and every new episode of The Wrestling House Show, including the never-ending Super Show Retro Reviews, and more New Japan stuff that will be on its way very soon, all on cnjradio.com, the home of the Wrestling House Show and the home of the family of CNJ Radio Podcast. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, at House Show, and let me know who you think will win the 5-star Grand Prix. And until next time, 